Want to know more about your podcast numbers? Check out Podmetrics. Podmetrics aggregates data from Anchor, Spotify, Chartable, Facebook Live, and YouTube in order to show you the real picture of how your show is doing. And when you know your show, you can grow your show. The best part is, it's absolutely free. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and don't forget to use the referral code GEEKYHUANS. That's geeky, J-U-A-N-S. Hello. <laughs> Wait, hello? What's <laughs> that? Oh man! Uh, yeah. Before I was, uh, no, before I was, before I got into, uh, no, before set, well, I was setting up, I was finishing uh, a show called, uh, no, Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. It's a new show. Ooh, nice! It's a Mark Miller comic. Yep, it's under Image Comics. Under uh, Image Comics. And then you know, it was basically bought by Netflix for uh, for a series adaptation, and I watched yep. the entire, uh, no, first volume. It's not per season, it's first volume, so it's okay. Nux. They're gonna go graphic parang, novel on that. Parang Guardians of the Galaxy lang uh, talaga. But yeah, I I I like it. Although mm. I feel that there are some things about it that, you know, could be better. Facing mm. maybe yung ano, maybe like the superhero-ness, the spectacle of being the super, a superhero show is a bit yeah. weird, but ayun, it, it's a good start. It's a good start. It's a weird. It's uh, I just wanted. I just got curious, ano, kanina, and then just binged mm. all to all eight episodes of it. Maganda, maganda naman. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Uh, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not Marvel Netflix. Because Marvel Netflix mm. was like that's really awesome. Kaso, um it's a nice introduction to ano. It's a nice intro to that world, you know, what mm. what Jupiter's legacy is about, you know. Uh, yeah. See kasi yeah, is like a super like is super hyping it. Sikare, one of the one thirteens. Oh wait, tamba. No, kare is one twelve? Ah, yeah. It's Wait, good. you're no, one. No, on, no, you're one eleven. Yeah. Sinajan is one. 113. Yeah, one. Thir- what? Okay. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. He's too bad. Yeah, one eleven. Sinajan is one twelve. Ah, yeah, one thirteen. Gasha. Man, we're old. Yeah, even. Yeah. Uh, well. Saying the... hi to the DLSU history majors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi guys. If anyone's <laughs> watching, but yeah, shout out to yeah. that. Uh, DLS history major program, you know, <laughs> because uh, because you know batch numbers tend to uh, go up and down every single year, and it's just awesome to see more people every time applying mm. to the program, and it's also yeah. Shout out to another uh, good luck, have fun. Yeah, thanks, uh, Earl Maghira from ano. Uh, yes. Uh, the- Fanboy uh, right cool, baby. Yeah. Oh man, favorite character from the show. She wasn't. She didn't have that much. I'm super like, yeah, that's she's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a great, uh, it's a nice show. Like, uh, you know, we're gonna talk about Marvel rest of the way once we get started. Yeah. So um, I just like this is a nice like 
taste of what yeah. you expect. So nice, so no, it's basically volume one of uh, no, Jupiter's Legacy is like origin story slash, uh, you know, world building of what's happening uh, no, mm-hmm. right now. Because they're like, um, they're like a family of superheroes, you can say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. family. They're like, uh, the first generation of superheroes is still there, and now they're trying to, you know, teach the second generation, and you know, with with an America, to, with America today being in like chaos or something. Yeah, no. but yeah, it, well, that's it's, perfect. That's a perfect, perfect. It's a, it's perfect a, it's, for it's the like, times. Um, it's a it's a show that you know questions like uh, questions the responsibility of superheroes. So you know. Ah. That's cool. Not, not, I just found inserted a, a, a Marvel line and laughed it and chuckled it off somewhere. Just you have to see it. <laughs> it's so uh, so hilarious. And then meanwhile, uh, we can talk about SmackDown a while ago. So retro SmackDown. Wow. Uh, the CGI fist, Steven, how did you think? Or what did you think of the CGI fist? Because I thought that the CGI fist of um, Retro SmackDown was like uh, worse than whatever we see in um, SmackDown versus Raw. So, yeah. Oh, Steven's browser is hanging a bit. So, yeah. Uh, he'll be back in a bit. Oh, hi, Tim. Please expect hey, delays from me because it's sobrang ano ko. Hello. Please expect delays on my end. Sobrang ano, sobrang nagahang yung browser ko right now. <laughs> is your laptop plugged in? My solution is. Yeah, my laptop's plugged in and everything. Pero nagdaloko parin siya. I'm using well, my iPad. <laughs> well, wait, uh, wait. I'll, I'll see. What are other workarounds? Uh, um, let's see. Uh, well, yeah, usually, you uh, know, usually I just turn off everything Wi-Fi related on my end. I mean, there are people. Ah, shit, baka, naka, using... baka kasi naka-Bluetooth ako. Possible ba yun? My... Alright, I'll change headsets. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll change my, I'll change my headset. <laughs> yeah. I'll turn off my audio. So, yeah. See. Then after a few moments, we'll go... All right. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, clear. Right. Clear on your end. Yep. The shield and all. Oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, show it This later. is pre-show. Um another thing we can talk about is Resident Evil Village before we just go into Marvel. So Tim, have you gotten your copy? I have I have two copies actually. I have a digital deluxe edition copy, which I started playing yesterday, and I have to pick up my physical collector's edition with the Chris Redfield statue in a couple of days. I know it's out already, but I'm only gonna get it along with my groceries, so I'm tagging it. Uh, yeah. That gives me a chance to just concentrate on the game. I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying yeah. it. Has she so stepped you got on you to... yet? <laughs> huh? <laughs> What, are we talking Resident Evil Eight? Are we talking? Are we talking about yeah, Resident Evil Eight? Has, uh, have you have you let Lady Dimitrescu step on you yet? <laughs> oh yeah, I have. And I'm 
fantastic. But yeah, um, initial uh, thoughts about the game, Tim, since uh, you got to play it. Really good. Uh, I've heard, uh, no, I've heard they it has a, um, how can you say that, a Resident Evil 4 vibe, which uh, I dig because I love Resident Evil 4. Yeah, um, okay, without giving away any spoilers, and there's a lot of reviews already out there, and uh, playthroughs on YouTube, so be careful. Be careful okay, uh, I'm, I'm being very safe on that part. And I'm also currently streaming my run, so it's there in my page at the IMCSD. Nice. So avoid it, avoid it if you're going to play it on your own. But what I can say about the game without giving spoilers is, yes, it combines four. It combines the first game and seven because it's a first-person view uh, perspective game. And you're continuing the story of Ethan Winters. It's good. I, I'm liking what I'm doing so far, but... With the Resident Evil 4 type of mechanic and the merchant to buy stuff, that's great. Nice. Well, let me just find the. We'll sign in it's, a few it's, minutes. It's creepy, <laughs> it's creepy also. So I'm, I'm enjoying the scares that they're putting there. It's very much like uh, movies like The Howling, The Conjuring. There, uh, mm. let's <laughs> put it there. Nice. <laughs> Well, um, I can say I can say that I haven't played a horror game in in a, in the past few years. So I think I one thing I I'll do before going to Resident Evil Village is probably binge play every Resident Evil game from four onwards. Hmm. Play, just to just play, to enjoy. Play the remake, the first remake, one. Oh yeah, remake one. Oh yeah, I have um I actually have zero in the first remake. Um. I think one thing that I just uh, found confusing in the re- in the first Resident Evil, since I think the remake naman is like almost a one to one with enhanced visuals, somewhat. Yes. Uh, yes. It's just that uh, no, I I just got so confused with like um, you really have to explore and backtrack places. It's like uh, no, it's like a puzzle game. I didn't know that uh, no, res- the first Resident Evil was had a lot of uh, no, those puzzles and you know special items you need to pick up I got confused there like because in two I got through with it by shoot by somewhat shooting my way out mm-hmm. as a kid was <laughs> three I almost did that except you know nemesis scared my scared my butt off so it was it was good and then you know, um, there was Resident Evil 4. there was part. That's why I said uh, uh, Village or 8 is a combination of 1, 4, and 7 because it has that element of uh, uneasiness with the first-person perspective of 7. It has the backtracking and the puzzle-solving from 1. And it has the mechanics and action and merchant stuff from 4. Nice. Oh, merchant stuff, okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's one thing I'm... You meet a merchant called the Duke. So, it's good. Oh man, okay. I would love to meet the new guy. But yeah, that's really awesome, man. Oh my god. Just trying to get rid of the Adobe stuff. Turns out Adobe's clogging up my clogging up my (laughs) browser. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I actually have to let's just say Oh yeah, I have that's why Andrew's not responding. I have my tabs. Uh, I have my tabs closed. A lot of them are just. My task on. manager is not responding. This yeah. is the nightmare. 
Are you you're at Windows, right? You're using the yeah. PC. My task manager is not responding. It, it's the night. It's the ultimate nightmare scenario. Control out Dell. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. If I do that, it's it's just, it's crazy. It's just ugh. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll leave it as is for now. But I've been trying to delete more Adobe stuff for now. I feel like I should just uninstall them. But uh, yeah, I think we are ready to go. So hopefully yeah, my browser cool. works. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, um, let me pull up my let me pull up some notes. All right, there we all right. go. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I just, had, follow, to, okay. just right. had to swap so, a tab follow, on. Follow your lead, huh? uh, follow your yeah, lead. yeah, no problem, no problem. Yeah, it's also welcome freedom. everyone to the Geeky Ones episode seventy four, a podcast where we talk about anything geeky under the sun, whether it's wrestling, to video games, to movies, to comic books. The Geeky Ones is here to talk about it. Today we welcome, we welcome back Tim Villasor, aka Timster, to discuss phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Are you guys tired yet? <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Not really. Oh, like oh, um uh with the with the with you know the unfortunate timing of the pandemic, you know, it somewhat gave us like a short break respite yeah. from like all of uh anything marvel related and mm. you know like um the past few months uh wandavision and kept uh falcon and winter soldier happened so it gave us like uh hey a bit hey we're back a bit you know just mm -hmm. uh get us back on that marvel uh on that marvel train and yeah. then all of a sudden they just uh they just dropped one trailer where they just they just released their they show their schedule in the next uh, everything in one go this year to 2023. Um, yep, that's right. So it's really, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. It came out of nowhere for me. Uh, it was uh, yeah. it was kind of like it was kind of like a surprise because you know we expected na hey uh shang chi is gonna be released this year black widow is gonna be released this year and okay that's I it mean. that's it for announcements <laughs> this year and yeah. then and then we get you know every every now and then we get um behind the scenes photos of hawkeye miss Marvel. so like okay yeah. so get na. there but all of a sudden they just drop a trailer that previews everything that they're gonna do in the next two years which is pretty cool insane what i don't think we've ever had this kind of like yeah that's true tim what's your thoughts on the trailer that just suddenly popped out earlier in the week well okay like um like uh you guys Jude. were talking about, yeah um I, I i mean for me basically i'm just pumped i'm excited uh, i've been mm. enjoying the marvel cinematic universe shows in disney plus Mm. So, talked about WandaVision. We talked about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that that uh, tided us over basically because mm. we're experiencing a, a global pandemic, and not everybody can watch movies in theaters. Unlike the other countries, the, some of the theaters in the U.S., theaters in some parts of Asia, like Singapore, uh, they have access again to theaters, although with social distancing. Here, not so not so much. Mm. So. We're getting that at least for those who can uh, access Disney Plus and can watch these shows, and uh, it's propelling it forward. So now that we got that trailer uh, that came out uh, day after 
um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Marvel Studios and Iron Man celebrated its uh, 13th anniversary. That's great. Grabe, no? Grabe. <laughs> yeah, 13 years. Can you imagine mm. that? <sighs> the shell head here. Oh, the, my God. Uh, wow, good times, good times. I mean, I still remember watching Iron Man. Uh, I was pumped up for it back in mm. uh, 2007 yeah. and pretty 2008. I mean, everybody, of course, remembers when the leaked San Diego Comic-Con extended trailer came up. It wasn't released yet to the public that we saw the Mark One, and we saw uh, some action segments, and then yeah. John Carter was going to direct it. Then Robert Downey Jr., of course, uh, still coming out and trying to repair his career then when this movie came out wow <laughs> that really blew us away uh i watched it in green belt three cinemas uh, first screening and it's Aww. been a tradition for me ever since for marvel movies if it's the very first screening i can get if i don't get to see an uh, upper premiere, yeah. or i will watch it nice um, man that's epic yeah. Huh. Jude, what's your memories of <laughs> now that we're 13 years into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, yeah. Oh, what's God, your favorite memory years. of the Cinematic Universe? Uh, let's see. Um, probably my favorite one was uh, reserving tickets for Endgame. Uh, that was, that was <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah. That was insane. It was payday. on. It, I remember it was payday. It was payday mm. at work. And I was at work. And you know, and then it just uh, I just went with it, just like you know, bought like five tickets in advance. I have family, family. And game on director's club here at SMBF. You know, uh, it's weird that it's weird that there's a director's club in a very small SM mall. But hey, hey, why not? Yeah, <laughs> what well, hey, why not? Lazy boy seats. <laughs> it's it's the most comfy way to watch. But yeah, that's uh, my favorite. Um, Favorite memory, just scrambling for that because, um, mm -hmm. of course, it's the it's somewhat the send off of the Avengers, so to yeah, speak. So it was just really hype, and you know, I was just happy to get the get uh, get tickets and seating. I, I remember, um, I remember like uh, remember looking out on having um one row where all five of us could sit. It was just oh, extreme. That was uh, nice. Or I or I think I remember. Uh, I, I remember I was able to get like. Three on one side, two on the other. So it was just, it was just, uh, it was really crazy. Mm. But yeah, I really enjoyed um, reserving my tickets back then and watching it. Of course, like oh man, uh, I cried. Mm. I cried in the cinema. It was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go ahead. Course, Jim. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say the. Well, of course, everybody was shouting, and then on that trailer, they also showed. Yes. Of course, uh, this one would be one of them. Yeah, definitely. Are the little figure worthy cap here? Yes, oh my God, that's the best. I would love that scene. Uh, it God, validated so uh, Age of Ultron Easter egg, so, so mm -hmm. to speak. He uh, lifted it, so quote unquote, or just nudged it. So yeah. When Thor said, it, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Gavin. For me, because uh, my background is in comics, right? So mm -hmm. growing up, that and. Uh, it happened in the 80s. It was one of my very first uh, Captain America, who was not yet Captain America again. He was yeah. the captain. It was a, the, um, an, a Mighty Thor issue where he lifted Mjolnir. He, he was worthy to carry it, and he was one of the few characters who wasn't a god, who wasn't an alien, who could carry 
Thor's hammer. So mm. having that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, oh, absolutely good. All right, so nice. And then my favorite memory was probably just watching that moment happen that you described when Captain America finally wielded Mjolnir. Yeah. It's like it was that, that little moment where you're like, oh shit, Tony's dead. Like, where he he's gonna die now. And then suddenly you, you just see Mjolnir like zoom by from the screen. We're like, what the fuck's happening? And you see Captain America like hold Mjolnir. It's like, oh my god, they're finally <laughs> doing it. It's like, they're finally doing it. And then that and maybe when when um. When Falcon, now Captain America, said on your left, it's like, oh my God, they're doing it. They're doing it. All I was missing was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Defenders, but I don't know. Maybe studio politics happened, so that the we didn't get them. Anyway, the, the, that, that was the epic. Port, <laughs> the port team is epic. Uh, but yeah. yeah, that's why a meme came out at that at that time, around that time where yeah. uh, an art was released, or rather they got pictures from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and... Uh, the Netflix MCU shows, which are yeah. not which are supposedly not canon anymore. Oh. The studio differences. Marvel will just quietly not acknowledge them, except mm. for Agent Agent Carter's canon. So mm. that's crazy. Sayang, sayang. But other than that, yeah, <laughs> who didn't enjoy those moments in the theater? Yeah, definitely. All right, let's move on to the first movie. <laughs> That's finally coming out after I can't even remember how many years it's been. How a whole year delayed or more than a year delayed? More than a whole year delayed. A whole year, right? Yeah, we're talking about Black Widow, of course. How? um, ah, Go ahead. How long long it was? uh, Yeah, it was over a year. Fudge, man. We were supposed to get it April, May of. Oh my god! But. uh, no, no, not this last year. We were yeah, <laughs> it's been so long. But now we're getting it in July of this year, so they can give some ample time to prepare for its uh, simultaneous Disney Plus premiere. Yeah, show. is it? Speaking of these movies coming out simultaneously on Disney Plus, will these movies um, be like on a premium, like you have to pay like sixteen ninety nine or something, or will it just be on Disney Plus right away? Uh, I think you'll have to pay a premium for that. Oh, so sorry. First, <laughs> it's like paying for a ticket. Maybe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. True. Yeah. They, Are you they excited? Have to, <laughs> they have to recoup the expenses some way. So yeah. Them. Mm-hmm. True. Hey, do you think Florian? Okay, now can we just like dive a little bit into like the obvious, the obvious um potential spoilers? That are coming out. Do you think um, Florence Pugh is going to be the new Black Widow? I mean, it's kind of like that's what they're leaning towards. Do you think that's what's going to uh, happen? You know, because this takes place in between uh, Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. When take some time off, I'm not going to be surprised if they do that. Yeah. Given that uh, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier so far have planted the seeds for the new generation of heroes or mm. the next time. So, I mean, you've seen the children of the Scarlet Witch. That's one. Mm, that's that's uh, true. Billy, Billy and Tommy. Yeah. Who end up, who end up becoming a uh, Wiccan and uh, Speed from the yeah. Avengers. Mm. Then we see, uh, we see uh, Isaiah Bradley and his grandson. 
Elijah Bradley, who is patriot mm. <laughs> of the of the Young Avengers, also. So uh, and of course Falcon uh, Sam Wilson becomes the new Captain America. Yeah, we see uh, the legacy pass on. So now that we're going to see uh, Black Widow, probably we'll see that as well. The legacy oh. will be passed on to her sister. To her sister mm. All right. So I guess that's pretty much our the only thing we can discuss about Black Widow without like going into like super deep dives that would take a while um <laughs> it's gonna be a while <laughs> yeah all right let's move on to the next movie that a lot of people well mostly east asians are kind of or asians in general are kind of hyped about shang chi and the legend of the the legend of the ten rings i can't remember the name of the proper movie because um, it's such a long 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 title which you know i'll, I'll come back to that later but Shang-Chi is going to be the first, not well, not first Asian American, well, first main Asian superhero. If we're go, we're talking about super specific, the first main Asian superhero uh, in the MCU, because we know Wong yeah. was a more of a supporting character. So we're gonna have Simu Liu from Kim's Convenience as Shang-Chi, and his dad is gonna be played by Hong Kong cinematic legend Tony Leung. Who yep. is a frequent collaborator with Wong Kar Wai, which is just insane that we are getting this caliber of Asian stars. And then there's Aquafina. I'm sorry, but like I'm not the biggest Aquafina fan. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I guess uh, because they have this uh, crazy rich Asians uh, uh, hype going on, so they're gonna capitalize. Yeah, her. Yeah, obviously. But like for me personally, it's like sometimes I feel like. I don't know how true it is that she pretended to be black and now she's becoming less black. Like she was trying to copy black culture for the longest time. And then like now that she's more popular, she's doing it less. I don't know how true that theory is, but it's something to think about. But yeah, Aquafina is a supporting character and it looks like she's going to be Mulan based on the toys. But honestly, <laughs> from the looks of it, the toys. <laughs> Have you seen the toys? Of course. I'm, oh, I'm man. Popped up here. Yeah, better than that. Better than that. Go that is fast. That is fast. There. It's there. It's there. Mm. Uh, Funko Pop more or less will pop up uh, at the same time, if not uh, ahead, just a little bit ahead of the Marvel Legends figures, which are already revealed. But they leaked mm. out, so we've seen already what the wave will be. Uh, it's a Mister Hyde, Mister Hyde wave. So if you enjoy Mister mm -hmm. Hyde in the comics, that's what the Shang Chi build a figure is. Mm. Uh, Shang Chi. Uh, the only reason why you're going to see it is if you're a fan of the character and, of course, you want to see that long, long uh, dormant plot thread of the Ten Rings which began... Oh my to god, Dong Han, no. Holy shit, he reminded, just reminded me. I reminded you, yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, Iron Man began uh, the, the Ten Rings organization, which was a call back to the Mandarin. Wang Wu, that's the Mandarin, the, uh, Tony Leung's character. Mm. They're changing it, so it's Shang-Chi <laughs> Nemesis. Because they didn't use the Mandarin for Iron Man. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> the, the Mandarin. <laughs> the Mandarin. <laughs> the Mandarin was uh, 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 Ole, 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 Trevor Slattery, which I didn't mind. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But from him to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Guy Pierce. Uh, yeah. yeah. He, yeah so he nominated himself as the Mandarin, but it had no explanation for the Ten Rings. Now we're going to revisit the Ten Rings and if they're ever going to call back to the Iron Man uh, origin where the Ten Rings kidnap him to make weapons. Mm. Let's see. Could this be a situation wherein 
it's gonna get too convoluted. Um, okay, if, if you if you like, um, like consider this na lang, um, what if you require people to start watching like the old, you know, the first movie Iron Man one to understand everything? But hindi ba wouldn't that alienate certain audiences? More or less, you have to think about it like every movie you mm. walk into, you can stand on its own. Mm. You revisit it if you want to look through, you know, uh, background knowledge again. Uh, yeah. You revisit it's your choice, but every movie you walk into, it's supposed to be its uh, own standalone feature. Mm. Unless it carries over a plot like Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, where yeah. you don't happen. But uh, why is yeah, everybody gone? Why over this? Uh, that's when it's required back backtracking. But every movie naman for the MCU. And I think I still um, for the case mm. of like Oh, well, what were you going to say? Go <laughs> Jude. <laughs> oh yeah, I think no no. For the case of Shang-Chi, I don't think it's gonna it you know, it's not gonna be a callback because yeah. you know, the Mandarin the Mandarin the man was in Iron Man 3, Trevor Scatterus explained and pretty much yeah. uh, <laughs> His arc ended there and uh, ended right there on the movie on the same movie. So uh, I don't think they not really much. have to explain anything. Maybe a mild not callback to a uh, no Trevor Scattery just because uh, no he had he had uh, one, the right? Yeah, had, just because his yeah, Mandarin yeah. name was used in just because his Mandarin the Mandarin name was yeah. used. So maybe there, yeah. but I think yeah, I think Tim is right on the the movie. Well, I think this. Mm. I think the. Phase four movies are able to stand on its own, on their own, with the exception of the sequels from the previous phases. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's the thing. Uh, no, I was going to say um, there was a one shot included with uh, Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, yeah. All hail the king, mm. where they Trevor Slattery in prison, and he was actually called by the real Mandarin. Tony Leung. Is- <laughs> now that we know it's Tony Leung, like, I don't know if it's Tony Leung, but. I don't know if they're gonna use that. Let's see. Mm. <laughs> All right. Next up, we're gonna talk about the Eternals. Basically, yeah. when Jack Kirby left DC, Talaba, <laughs> did when Jack Kirby left DC, he made the Eternals first, or were the New Gods first? If we're gonna talk yeah. about the geeky stuff, who was first? New Gods. God. All right. So. <laughs> Somehow, the, the Eternals is basically Jack Kirby's new gods in Marvel form, Tama. Is that like the best way to describe it for like newbies? Not too similar, mm-hmm. not similar but of course, they're they're powerful beings. They're like yeah, a, yeah, a, a half god or celestials, basically. Um, mm-hmm. half half human demigods. Like okay, gets gets. But like, what do you think of the casting of the Eternals? You got Gemma Chan, who's appearing in a new role, despite oh. being in a previous movie. We've got Kumail Nanjani, who I honestly, I'm scared to say this, but I feel like he probably took steroids to get this buff. I'm like, dude, nobody gets buffed that fast. Well, you can uh, say that he could, because yeah. remember... The pandemic and uh, uh, the last yeah. time I checked, a lot of athletes, wrestlers, uh, yeah. over like over the course of the lockdown, just got ripped as heck because <laughs> it's the only thing they can do in um, yeah. lockdown. It's the only thing that they can do in during the lockdown. So I think it's it's uh it would be uh it would be fair to assume that you know 
and by and yeah, you know, Hollywood fitness training, you know, there's there's a lot of Disney money on this one. So mm. I, I'm not uh so I think uh, I think it's gonna it's just uh, a product of uh, lots and lots of training here. Mm. Yeah, uh the biggest surprise probably for me in the um, the phase four package was the Eternals because they they, they introduce a small teaser because oh, um, yeah. you have trailers for Shang-Chi and Black Widow, but the Eternals, you know, we we before that we didn't know that is it how far is it in uh, no, in in its production and apparently yeah. it's pretty far because they're yeah. able to show um they're able to show what's uh what's there they're able to show a bit of footage with Angelina Jolie uh Richard Mans- Madsen was there uh, Richard Madden was there um it was a, that was a surprise because uh the last ice was in Game of Thrones Mm. So that that one's uh that was a nice um nice uh nice callback there for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right, uh, Tim. Yeah. What is your what are your thoughts, Tim, on the casting of the Eternals? Like, do you think um, they're good fits or you know? You know, I reserve judgment till I see mm-hmm. the movie. Okay. To be honest, the marketing and the figures are pretty flat. Oh no. <laughs> No, for me, um, the costumes and the leaked Marvel Legends figures, if you look at it, it looks pretty generic. Mm-hmm. I mean, not something that you would uh, associate with how the Eternals look in comics. I mean, they look colorful. They look godly. Mm-hmm. But when you translate that into into film, it's a different ballgame. I mean, I know they're trying to channel Guardians. Guardians was a rocket success. Oh, man. So because of <laughs> the characters they chose, James Gunn. All of that, but this one, so far, we we have not seen any footage except for that one in the trailer officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe: What's to Come uh, last week. So I don't know. I I really have to see what the movie has to offer, and hopefully the trailer, the full trailer for this, yeah. will will encourage us to watch it. Yeah. For, for me, uh, I'm not really that excited for it, but I okay. know Richard. Matt. There, uh, last I saw him was Rocket Man with uh, oh, yeah, he was a Rocket Man. He was nice, the nice. Of, he was the lover of uh, uh, Egg, Egg, Elton uh, John Exy from uh, yeah, yeah, Elton John, yeah, Elton from, John, uh, Taran Edgerton, Timu Min, yeah, all right, worth noting, um, Stephen, worth noting for the Eternals, it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who just mm-hmm. recently had. Her best director award, um, along you with can put that on the trailer now. <laughs> yeah, they, can put that on, they need it. Oh I my mean, god! Yeah, like, yeah, it could use. And yeah, also speaking of, uh, as I said, Game of Thrones. I forgot, Kit Kit Harrington is also yeah, here. He's here, Black Knight. So we have, um, we have two members of House Stark in the MCU, <laughs> which is kind of nice because, um. Honestly, the cast of Game of Thrones, you know, despite what people would say in the, about the what people and me would say about the, the final season, um, yeah, their cast is great. Like, I want to see, I want to see the cast of Game of Thrones go beyond, you know, go beyond mm. the, the series because there it was a really successful show despite the despite how it ended. But you know, like. It's nice to see them. Uh, it's nice to see them um, go beyond, and also awesome that they're in the MCU. You know, they're in um, hmm. they're in another gore-filled 
uh, mm. universe that's uh, that that has a great fandom. Mm. So well, that's really interesting. Uh, Go ahead, Tim. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he was Peter in um, Dinklage Thor, was the right? guy. So Avengers yeah. for that Infinity War, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was the forging yeah, the guy. The guy who made um Stormbreaker. Storm, Stormbreaker, yeah. Really yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Petri the dwarf. Yeah, yeah, that one. All right. Um go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, uh, I was saying um he was Etri the dwarf in Avengers Infinity War. And in X-Men Days of Future Past, he was a... Uh, oh, yeah, Bolivar Trask. Trask. Yeah, that's true. Seven. All right, Jude, can you read the comments oh. first? Do you see anyone? Oh, let oh me sorry, you didn't go ahead. Yeah. All right, I'll be back. Oh, no, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Right. Read the comments. Read the comments. For a bit. Oh, well, not so far, so let's go... Um, or yeah, let's go. I'll be checking it out a bit later as well. So let's go. What's the next film? But yeah, oh, um, Tim, uh, we were talking Yo. about in the pre we in the pre show we were talking about uh, Jupiter's Legacy, uh, mm. which is which was out yesterday on Netflix. I just binged it like when I woke up a while ago. So like. <laughs> I watched all eight episodes and it was How many? Eight? Eight, eight episodes, episodes, yeah. For okay. uh, volume um, one, <laughs> volume one was eight episodes, and yeah, I was uh, I was curious because um, I'm not familiar with the comics, so yeah. I just went in there like wanting to know, hey, what's up with this? And yeah, it was pretty interesting, like. Um, it's another superhero world for me to enter, and now I want to look at. I want to just. I want to check out the graphic novels themselves, since those are, of course, pretty far off. I'm in the same boat as you, basically. Yeah. I, I yeah, it's a, it's a pretty interesting. Uh, it's a pretty interesting watch. So. Okay, I, I'm planning to watch it after I finish Village. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm so busy with that. Resident Evil Village has uh, has occupied my weekend right now, and I'm, I've been waiting for it. So I'm I'm gonna watch Jupiter's Legacy when I can. Oh wow, it's gonna be a binge watch again next week because mm. next next week is Castlevania. So I have to. I have oh my yeah. god, so much Netflix stuff. <laughs> I have my I have my upcoming shows on Netflix schedule. Like I put a check on anything I'm interested on. So like I have um I have a good list of shows. To mm. get to get to see, mm. so that's gonna be fun. <clears throat> All right. Before we continue with uh, the MCU Phase Four, before we go with Part Two, I want to remind you about our Comicsology ten dollar gift card giveaway, not sponsored by Amazon. Um, help us reach one thousand likes on Facebook and one hundred followers on Twitch. We'll be giving away two. Wait, let me show the screen. My hands are not coming out. We're giving away two. Uh, we're giving away two. Comicsology gift cards worth $10 each. Uh, we are very close to 1,000 likes on Facebook, and we are about one-eighth of the way on Twitch. So for those who want to win gift cards, this is your chance. So like the geek ones on Facebook, and don't forget to name one comic book-related guest that we have had on the podcast, such as Tim or Miguel Mercado or 
Fred Gorder, that guy, you know, many let, others, many others. <laughs> let me let me illustrate it for those who yeah. have this thing, the gift card. That's yeah. that's equal to three trade paperbacks on sale. Yes. Or, uh, or or at least a little over one or two hardcovers on sale because the ten dollars. Mm. Yeah. That's a good giveaway. Yep, that is right. All right, so moving on, let's go to probably the movie that I'm most excited for. I'm, I think, Tim, you'd be excited as well. Here we go. Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. All right, Tim, the floor is yours. <laughs> the floor is mine for uh, uh, ooh, Iron Man Jr. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <laughs> so true. So true. You so called true. it, man. I'm so true. So true. He's Iron Man Jr. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, he's the protege of this guy, Tony Stark. Yeah. So yeah. I like this. I like this. Uh, the suit's nice. Suit. Yeah. Yes. He made it himself. So uh, uh, for me, as a continuation of uh, what we what we were left off as a cliffhanger of uh, Far From Home. Yeah. He was out in Mysterio's tape. And now that he's going to be joined by Doctor Strange in this movie, after Doctor Strange and uh, wait, this this will go first before Doctor Strange, Strange too, yeah. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I'm excited. I just want to see whether the theories or speculation of multiple Spider Men are going to be true for the yes, live please. action. Please, please, please. Yeah, that's please. like that's like the that's like the thing we're looking forward to the most. And uh, I think uh, Alfred Molina was. Oh was my God! Best doc, best doc. Yeah, I Hands think down. That's supposed to say. <laughs> uh, for me, and Andrew Garfield just uh, recently talked and said he never got a call, but he just saying he never got a call. But there are other ways you can work around True. that. Email. Spider, my my Spider Verse group. Uh, yeah, my, my Spider Verse cosplayers and I have been excited for that. I mean, we've watched the first two movies together, and hopefully, maybe, hopefully, uh, God willing, that we can all of us can watch it in theaters mm. by the end. But if we can't, then uh, well, at least we're gonna experience it together, and then we can talk about it like this. Yeah, that's right, Jude. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Spider Man Three? The well, third, wait, I'm... the second Spider Man Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second Spider-Man three. Oh, but yeah, um, what are your thoughts? Jude? I'm excited because, yeah, uh, I enjoyed. Uh, I I I'm enjoying Tom Holland's Spider-Man, and you know, <laughs> the clip to no, to Far From Home was actually a a, a nice little shocker. <laughs> hmm. So that was a nice uh, that was a nice surprise, but. Um, yeah, I'm interested on in how the direction of this would go because it feels like it's it's gonna go somewhere that we won't expect. That's one thing. Mm. Like that one's great. The fact that there's the the fact that there's this possibility of um, of uh, of universes or reality tearing tearing uh, tearing apart, tearing each other, tearing uh, getting torn apart in the movie. Yeah. Is crazy, and the fact that this is before the second Doctor Strange movie is crazy because that if, if it's smooth, if this is like a 
pretty good to whatever happens to Multiverse of Madness. And, you know, allows us to, you know, get introduced to new things in Marvel. You know, it's just, it's, that's going to be so much fun. And yeah, yeah, I'm just happy. uh, I want, this is probably one of the, this is probably one of the phase four films I'm really, really excited to just Mm -hmm. uh, watch. So say we, it's a, it's a film that, uh, well, it completes uh, Holland's trilogy of movies. If he's not going to make, uh, I doubt it. He's going to make other movies. But so far, uh, it's been energetic. It's the younger fans' gateway to the Marvel Cinematic Universe That's in true. general. And now that uh, we may see the multiverse play into it, now there will be explanations, much like what what DC should have capitalized on with the multiverse concept. I mean, they did it with Crisis of Infinite Earths. Yeah. Uh, met, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the flash of, uh, the flash of the DCEU. I forgot that. Ezra Miller. Yeah. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. They met in that scene. So, uh, seeing all of the Spider-Man unite, of course, uh, we're all just waiting for it. We're waiting for a trailer. Yeah. We're still waiting for a trailer. That is true. I mean, they're done filming the, yeah. All right. All Give right. Let, yep. All right. Next up is, man, this is such a long. You guys think it's such a like a title that's. Can we just talk about um something quick? The titles of these movies are getting longer and longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for the less familiar characters like Doctor Strange, can't you just say Doctor Strange two instead of doctor strange multiverse of madness like that's a really long name uh, i kind of like that it's not a numbered i kind of like the ones that are not numbered because hey there he is (laughs) there we go he came to bargain but yeah uh, i think i would say yeah that's true this is the this is the next um (laughs) the next duo in the third spider-man film but yeah from long titles well i can say that I'm so used to Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco songs from the mid 2000s yeah. to. Uh, oh man. Uh, I'm just so used to long titles. And I think um, going beyond numbered titles is fine because, mm-hmm. you know, we've always, we always get numbered titles. It's like, it's so. Uh, I, I get so tired sometimes when it's numbered. So, like, I think giving it a different name mm-hmm. just uh, gives, like, gives off, like, a big movie feel because. Putting it in numbers, sometimes, you know, it's a franchise. It turns it, you know, there are sometimes that there are times that uh, some movies uh, just put sequels for the sake of, uh, you know, solving their sequelitis. But, you know, I think put, you know, giving a giving a new a new title to a sequel is uh, gives it a gives it a bit more special feel like, you know, it's a it's like a big match feel, you know. Absolutely. Um, the first guys to do it were Thor and Captain America, and they made yeah. their movies unique. So mm-hmm. this one, uh, Multiverse of Madness, if it follows Spider-Man, uh, just a little backtrack to Spider-Man, since Doctor Strange is playing the mentor role, yeah. like Nick Fury Stark, now he's going to play the mentor role to this girl. Oh, yeah, so, that's true. She's appearing. She's appearing she's after there. that. Yeah. Scenes. Um, We'll see what happens after the end of WandaVision because that's mm-hmm. right connects to it and the yeah. vision of Doctor Strange who was supposed to appear in the series but they decided against it and I think that was okay because it gives us a little bit more anticipation for 
what's to come mm. as how this opens up with the marvel cinematic universe multiverse concept uh i'm looking forward to seeing it but the movie is in safe hands because it's under sam raimi oh yeah that's true I, yeah i, I would well i would have wanted uh scott Derris, derrickson to continue with it but well if they chose sam raimi at least it comes full mm. circle because of that doctor strange joke reference in spider-man 2. oh my god don't know that name's already taken damn yeah. <laughs> crazy <laughs> all right let's move on to the next movie probably the most star-studded of all the mcu phase four movies thor love and thunder we got so many oh, yeah. like crazy winners jude let you take you take it and then after after you let's go to tim okay thor love and thunder wow this is like um kind of crazy fourth thor movie which is you know the only mcu film lineup that had four movies was the avengers mm. So that's kind of oh, nice that's... to see. Oh shit! You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's kind of oh, nice to see that Thor was the was the OG Avenger to go beyond three. You know, mm. it was nice to see. And once again, this is a Taika Waititi film, and he did so well with Thor Ragnarok. You know, freshened up Thor because uh, Thor Dark World was kind of. Um, not some, but you know, kind of a step down from the first Thor for me. Like, you know, and I kind of like how Thor Ragnarok freshened up the Thor character and, you know, introduced, uh, just added more, added more color, literally, <laughs> and more, <laughs> um, more personality and, and a bit more fun. So, yeah. And speaking of uh, the lineup, let's see. Um, of course, you got Chris Hemsworth, you know. As Thor, you got Natalie Portman again mm-hmm. about Jane Foster, and you know she's gonna be she's gonna be uh, donning the hammer of her uh, hammer of her own or the ham donning, so to speak. Um, you get Christian Bale, yeah, in, in a in a Marvel <laughs> film, kind of crazy. Uh, he's gonna be Gore. Uh, and also in this movie, you get the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, mm-hmm. so you get um, you get Chris Pratt, you get uh, Palm Clement- Clementine, uh, you get Batista, you get you get the whole um, get the whole um, get the whole lineup. So that's really nice. And of course, uh, you get to see we get to see Jeff Goldblum again, and that's really fun. <laughs> so yeah, Thorga uh, and Thunder is. <laughs> Gonna be a 2022 release, so we're gonna see it a year from now. Exact, uh, yeah, a year and two days from now. Wow, so exact. All right, Tim, go ahead and share your thoughts. Well, coincidentally, um, this week or a couple of days ago marked the 10th anniversary of the first release of Thor. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm looking forward to this specifically because of uh buff Natalie Portman. (laughs) It's going to be Thor, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. We were just talking about the doctors working out, right? Yeah, yeah. Natalie Portman is literally uh, buffing up to play Jane Foster Thor. Nice. Like uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, so you're forming the all-new, all-different Avengers from that uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, 
of course, uh, the guard, the as guardians of the galaxy, together again. <laughs> They're there <laughs> as guardians because... of the galaxy. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. The dynamics and why Thor got into shape again because we saw the pictures. He's wearing a sleeveless jacket, but he's back to his uh, non-bro Thor look. And uh, yeah, uh, we have Christian Bale and have. Russell Crowe. Don't forget Russell Crowe. Oh, That's yeah. Him. Russell Crowe. Oh, Crow. my God. <laughs> Which is tying into another Avenger, or friend of Thor, Hercules. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, That's my God. Happy. We're going to get the Greek god, Marvel Greek <laughs> gods. That's really awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Crazy. Mm. I'm happy that uh, Thor got to, got a fourth movie. Mm. <laughs> happy for That's it. Really I got A.K.A. Cork. Yeah, Korg. <laughs> All right, before we continue to the next big movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4, I want to remind you about a sale happening this 5.15 in Shopee. Uh, use our affiliate link, tinyurl.com slash shopeetjj, and we get a small cut from each sale made through this link. So don't forget, um, the current brand ambassador of Shopee right now is Alex Gonzaga. So if you're an Alex Gonzaga fan, go ahead and, you know, find something for Akinse. Anyway, moving on, probably the most emotional entry of this um, entire schedule that came out was Black Panther 2, or now Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Tim is readying his figure. Oh, man. Oh, you, can even see, you can even see my background there. Yeah. My two, two posters. Mm. Uh, Iron yeah. Man and Captain America the First Avenger, which nice. uh, I treasure today. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman, he should have won that Oscar. I'm really? Sorry, I gotta... Okay. All right. Yeah, the, the Oscar, at least a nod. I mean, if Heath Ledger could do it, yeah, uh, I think they, it could have been an, uh, a good tip of the hat to Chadwick Boseman, but well, Anthony Hopkins is also Odin in the MCU, so the MCU still won a lot of awards. Yeah. Because of their actors. But this one, uh, I am I am unsure how they're going to continue with Wakanda. I guess mm-hmm. they're going to focus, uh, they're gonna focus on Shuri, of course. So there was a oh, obviously, yeah. Black, Black Panther in, uh, in the comics, but I don't know how they're going to do this uh, Wakanda Forever storyline, whether... They're going to they're going to write him off, or they're going to make it in such a way that uh, he wasn't there, or something happened behind the scenes. And then, of course, the Wakandans appeared in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They were there with Bucky to get the guy who killed uh, King Chaka, right? Yeah, it's just it's in, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's probably gonna be the most sensitive like way like movie to tackle because just because of the fact that the actor was so respected recognized by so many people in in real life it's like how are you gonna tell it's almost like the sesame street mr hopper situation or mr hooper now you have to you have to like find a way to like tell the story naturally so that the story can progress i i don't know maybe 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 T'Challa suffered some side effect from, you know, from the, um, sorry, some, some guy beeping really loud. Um, 
is there like maybe they're gonna find a way to maybe say that hey maybe T'Challa suffered some sort of side effect from you know being blipped out or something who knows maybe that's gonna be a way to like erase him from this continuity or something like it, it's just gonna be such a I think that's gonna be Ryan Coogler's biggest challenge if he's still directing Tamaba yes yeah yeah so that's gonna be like the biggest challenge how do you tackle Chadwick Boseman's death and somehow like sneak in the bus so like it's gonna be a very very sensitive topic that I'm sure they're gonna find a way to do it respectfully because come on man Wakata forever <laughs> all right <clears throat> go ahead yeah. You you have people who really love the community of Wakanda after that the Black Panther movie and Avengers yeah. Infinity. Uh, as I said earlier, uh, at least there were seeds planted that they're thriving in the universe. Falcon and Winter Soldier, White Wolf, all of that. Yeah. Now just need to see what the main uh, family of Wakanda is going mm. to do moving forward. Mm. Have to wait. All right. Next up is going to be the lawsuit. <laughs> um, Captain or Marvel 2, or as now it's, it's called The Marvels. Um, Jude, um, you want to go first and then Tim. Yeah, okay. go, Jude. Okay, The Marvels. Well, um, wait, let's see. Monica now, Rambo. Seen, so basically, yeah, it's Monica Rambo and um, Captain Marvel. The Basically, the two Marvel of two. Three. Captain Captain's Marvel. I don't know <laughs> why you, you, you say that. But yeah, this is a uh let's give some uh, basic stuff out. It's another 2022 release. It's Carol mm-hmm. Dan versus Monica Rambo. Um Kamala Khan, man. Kamala, Kamala Khan, Khan, let's go. Like all three of the Marvel of all three Marvels are there, and that's pretty it's pretty exciting for me. Um I was happy to see Monica Rambeau in the first Captain Marvel movie. I really enjoyed that. Like, oh wow, they they're putting her. That's like that's awesome. Um, Good God, because she was one of the, well, she was the Captain Marvel I grew up with in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she she was a Captain Marvel, and that's and the fact that uh, she she's there and you know she's part of the next. Uh, she's she has a huge role. In the next film is really awesome, and also, of course, you know she was part of Sword in, um, in WandaVision. So that's actually a nice, uh, nice way to, to, um, nice way to establish her character before she goes into her major film. And that's mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm. Let's go. Uh, not familiar with the story yet. I mean, there's not much. There's no story, story yet. <laughs> yeah, there's no story yet, but. Yeah. Um, Chronologically, chronologically, she's supposed to yeah. appear in, uh, I think, Secret Invasion with Nick Fury. Oh, That's okay. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be this is gonna tie in there, and yeah, of course, uh, I'm happy to. I'm just happy to see that you know, Miss Marvel is there. You know. Yep. Just. Right. It's important. Uh, you know, like I think this is just as important as introducing Miles Morales to the mainstream. Uh, superhero to the Marvel fandom, like in Spider Verse. So yeah, for me this is this is uh, in that same level of importance that you have to uh, introduce uh, 
one of the one of the newer characters that were actually you know that actually got a lot of love as well from the comics now on screen so it's that mm. all right tim what are you, what is your take on the marvels and how is it not getting sued by dc for using the name of the marvels oh boy you know what like, oh man you're talking to a big dc fan here yep <laughs> yep i know you're a big dc fan man <laughs> you know, I, I love comics i love marvel comics but in terms of storytelling it's always going to be dc yeah i wish they got i wish they got their act together in the movies but mm. okay speaking for the marvels and the, yeah because I was, I was kind of snickering when you said lawsuit what can you do it's like wwe and wwf that's how yeah. i relate it mm. because, uh, that's why they changed uh who, who should be captain marvel into shazam because shazam is the wizard yeah captain marvel really bad said but mm. another story for another time yeah uh for this one uh with marvels uh you have monica rambo you have uh you have Carol Danvers. I wonder how their mini, uh, their meeting or their reunion will be because you know there's some tension whenever she hears the name, as you saw in WandaVision. Mm. And of course, Kamala Khan will have her own TV series. Uh, we'll see her character fleshed out. I'm just uh, waiting. I'm just waiting for it to all play out. But for mm. me to see tag teaming together, I guess we'll we'll get that payoff when Miss Marvel gets her TV series. We see it play out and. Uh, that movie comes around next year. Is it next mm. year or 2020? Next year, next year. Yeah. Next, next year. Yeah, next year. Next year. Hey, speaking Wait, of, remember? like, yeah. Same month. Same month. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right. Just, just one theory. Um, um, a friend of ours on our Discord, Jackie from our Discord, said, "Could this movie, The Marvels, be a way to remove Brie Larson from the MCU? Because I feel like personally." Brie Larson just hasn't really like worked for me as Captain Marvel. Like I get that she's a good symbol of representation of a strong woman, but yeah. like there's just something like I can buy the you know Black Panther's female army more than Captain Marvel, and they don't have superpowers. So like, I, what's what is it with Brie Larson? Like, is it possible that Brie Larson's Captain Marvel could be removed, and then we'll get Monica Rambeau and Kamala Khan as Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel? Do you think that's possible, Tim? Um, you know, for all the controversy and hate, well, especially during the Avengers Endgame press tour, where it seems like Brie Larson is inserting a lot of things from um, the way she talks, and then. Uh, she's butting heads with her Avengers co-stars. You remember that, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So weird. It's weird. It's weird. Um, so I'd like I'd liken it to it's like a reverse. It's like a reverse uh, Amber Heard for me. I want oh. Amber Heard as a what do you call this? Uh, Mira, Mira, yeah. Mira from Aquaman. Just I mean, move her. I mean, but they're still giving her that the work. <sighs> they're standing by it. I don't know why. Uh, and John Johnny Depp is out as uh, as Grindelwald, uh, uh, Grindelwald, Grindelwald. Yeah. Uh, he's so, yeah. So, uh, but they replaced him with Mads Mikkelsen, which I'm okay with because I, I love Mads Mikkelsen. But <laughs> I don't know Hollywood politics. I I guess uh, I guess uh, with Brie Larson, she she's okay for me as Captain Marvel, but in terms of feeling it and why she was the most prominent player uh 
I hope they do a better way of telling that story in the Marvels. Mm. Mm. That's what I'm hoping. All right. All right. So I moving on. I would rather oh, see. Wait, 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 I would like to see okay. the Marvels as a way to uh, help you know redeem redeem her character a bit. You know, uh, ease up the yeah. ease up the hate from the fans because I just I. It's just bad to see that level of hate anywhere mm. in the MCU. It's just, it's just, uh, it gets to a point that it's just a uh, great thing to see. Like, it's just, mm. it's just not healthy for the fandom itself. Like, so, like, uh, I think, um, Putting her alongside Monica Rambo and Kamala, mm. I think that would be the interesting part to see. So mm. yeah, but me, me too. I mean, uh, uh, just putting a point to it. Uh, yeah. I guess hopefully they write the character better. Because for me, in Avengers Endgame, I thought she was underutilized. We all got all that hype build up after the first Captain Marvel movie, yeah. and then she just rescues Tony, and then she screen. Then for the big end battle, but after that. Nothing. It's just too many characters to play around with. But that's yeah. the thing. In this movie, she's able to work together but get a more prominent role that justifies why she's sticking around in the MCU and not, mm. you know, cast business. Because uh, there, uh, we, we won't know. We won't know till we see this movie, yep. I guess. That's true. That's all right, next up is probably the movie I don't know anything about at all. We have no hints oh. about what's going to happen. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Again, another very long title. Just say Ant-Man and the Wasp 3 or something. Anyway, Tim, what do you think of Ant-Man <laughs> and the Wasp Part 3? <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan guys, actually. Since, uh, well, how they handled the MCU versions of Ant-Man and Wasp were okay. Initially, I was wondering why Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne weren't founding members of the Avengers in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they played that part or that uh, story well by making them older. And mm. uh, first Ant-Man, of course, he trained uh, Scott Lang and uh, Hope Van Dyne. Mm. And Hope Van Dyne became the Wasp in the second movie. This one, of course, Quantum Mania, so I'm expecting another multiverse thing since the Quantum Realm leads to different mm. periods. But of the multiverse or uh, yeah, branch realities. Mm. They use that to bring everybody back together. So now that uh, they've they've explored little bits of the quantum realm to get uh, Janet Van Dyne out of it, and then Ant-Man helped the Avengers use it to get the stones, maybe now we'll explore more of it in length. And we'll get better uh, better concepts about it. Mm. All right. Weird. It's a nice. weird, it's a weird, weird rabbit hole. So mm. Jude, do you have any thoughts on Ant Man and the Wasp Part Three? Or uh, I'm just happy that it's uh, unlike you, Steve. I'm happy that it's not numbered. <laughs> trust, me, no, trust me, I'm tired <laughs> of numbered. I'm, tr I'm tr tired of numbered entries in movies or games because I'm happy that Resident Evil Eight is called Resident Evil Village for that matter. Because I don't <laughs> know, it just I just want to call it I, because I think I'd rather see uh, see them make an effort to uh, add a new name to the title because you know it just it helps explain what the movie is about. 
Um, okay. We're and for example, we weren't really uh, we weren't really mad about um, uh, book adaptations having uh, their full title names like Harry Potter and Twilight. I mean, there's part one and part two for their movies, but hey, we didn't complain about mm-hmm. that, or we didn't even complain about Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. <laughs> so yeah, like I'm okay with the numbers, but yeah, um, this one is uh, this one is a wild card. Um, I think it. It can it can tie in somewhat to uh, multiverse of madness in a way that introduces yeah. alternate realities once more, and, and that's gonna be exciting. And um, you know, uh, Ant Man basically saved um, the Avengers in Endgame somewhat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, him being trapped in being trapped for a few years actually was a good was uh, was somewhat. Um, uh, the uh, was somewhat a way to save everyone and help uh, beat Thanos. So yeah, I, I'm I'm I enjoy Scott Lang's Ant Man a good amount, and mm-hmm. this is gonna be fun. There you go. Mickey Mouse is the hero. <laughs> yeah, oh, the rat is the hero. <laughs> yeah, whoever the, that oh, rat oh, was. Rat. Yeah. Yeah. It's thank you. Sim- a salute to the rat. <laughs> All right, Jude, is there any more comments in the comment section right now on Facebook? Let me check. Let me check. Hold on. No about that. I think we can move <laughs> on for a bit. I can't see some of the comments. Maybe they're not uh, on there yet. But yeah, I okay. think we can move on to the movie. All right. So before we continue, I want to talk about Podmetrics, get more accurate podcast statistics through our friends at Podmetrics. Just visit podmetrics.co, that's .co, and use our code geekyhuans at registration. So that is it, podmetrics.co by Podcast Network Asia. All right, moving on to the last pieces of this episode. We have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. See how convenient that is with a number. number. (laughs) It's a number entry. Which is supposedly, I think Dave Batista just announced it um, earlier today. Batista just announced that this is gonna be his last movie because he's gonna be fifty-four when you yes. know the movie is like gonna be out. So he's like, he's up there in age. We we know he's not gonna be Drax. Maybe not. He may, may not be playing Drax for the longest time anymore. I mean, you know, his body already went through a lot in wrestling. And then doing acting now. Okay, a little bit lighter, but of course it's still demanding. Yeah, you, what can't, do you... you can't you can't just slap a shirt there because uh, of course Exactly, it's, exactly. It's the... Yeah, exactly. All right, Tim, what do you think of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three? Well, no, no, I was just saying it's a numbered entry, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's so well, convenient. Well you can it's so convenient. because uh it's a nod to um uh, Peter Quill's awesome mix given to given by that, his mother. So that's that's a fair shake on that uh, on that title convenience there. So it's it's James Gunn's way of addressing that and his love for mixtapes. So mm. I'm all for that. Uh, for me, well, what's next for Peter Quill and everybody else? They're looking for Gamora, mm. right? Yeah. After we left uh, them at Endgame. So I don't know um, if they're going to change anything from the story after 
their interim adventure in um, Thor, Love and Thunder, because they're going to be with Thor. So we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um, whatever happens to, to uh, Drax, uh, Nebula, uh, 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 Peter Quill, Rocket, Groot, and uh, what's her name? Um, the chick with antennas. <laughs> I forgot Mantis. her name. Yeah, Mantis. Yeah. I for- totally forgot yeah, yeah. her name. I just want to call her the chick with antennas. And then, of course, uh, Gamora. Was he? Uh, yeah. No, no plot yet. There's no plot Yeah, that's yet. true. That's true. Why is Gamora? All right, Jude. Do you right. have any... Why is... Yeah, Jude. Maybe that is the plot of the movie. Why is Gamora? <laughs> we find the answer to why is Gamora. But yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be... Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Whatever happens, I, I I hope this is going to be a great send-off for Batista since, you know, him announcing that this would be his last MCU film. Yeah. It's awesome. What a run, by the way, for yeah. him. Like, what a run, man. Um, what a run. He got into that role. Um, made, we, he may he performed so well. We, we loved it. We love his character. We love Drax. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I can say that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the films that made me like love MCU for some reason, like, it just got mm-hmm. when I first watched it, it somehow got me, and yeah, that's why I like, um, I like this, uh, I like these group of guys, no matter what they'll say about um, Peter Quill punching Thanos, <laughs> waking <laughs> Thanos up, no, <laughs> the plan, I guess, um, can't do that. You can blame, you can blame Star Lord for that. Oh, well, yeah. I hated him that, but it's historia. You have to tell yeah. a story a way, and he acted on yeah. human emotion. But... <laughs> yeah, that's it's it. gonna that be true. <laughs> that's pretty much it for Guardians Three. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be crazy, and because this is a wild card of a uh, of a movie again, because yeah. there's not yet mu- there's not too much detail, and it's mm. a 2023 release. Mm. And before so, Jude interrupted him, so, yeah, we're not. We don't know what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Mm. No, Go no, it's fine. <laughs> but um, I was gonna say that. Uh, uh, where was my train of thought? Yeah, uh, when Star Lord punched Thanos. Yeah. And Tony was saying, uh, "Stop, stop." It was also kind of a reflection of Tony maturing when mm. he acted and he wanted to kill Bucky in Civil War after he saw his his mom and dad. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's like a maturity tadega. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of themes playing with the MCU that uh, if you watched it from the start, uh, you really appreciate it. And, uh, and Guardians, I mean, nobody would have expected the Guardians to be one of the best things that ever happened. And the casting and the group, I mean, basically the Guardians that I knew, it had Yondu, and uh, and uh, he didn't look like the Yondu from the MCU. It was a guy with a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, basically establishing characters, which I hope they also do with, uh, with Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. I mean, characters that you wouldn't normally just put into a movie and introduce them to a new generation. Mm-hmm. That's a, I hope no one for every MCU movie, it just comes out looking like uh, a bed of flowers. It's yeah. Good. <laughs> nice. Hey, um, do you think, by the way, um, I noticed something about Shang-Chi. I forgot to mention this earlier. Oh. The toys of Aquafina look like it's a Mulan costume, but they just have a <laughs> Shang-Chi packaging. No joke. 
Do you think they repackaged it? Um, me, but they're both they're both owned by Disney. Exactly, exactly. Do you I think could it's say uh, they probably reused the similar mold. Where they then? could do that. Just restructured a few bits and pieces, and then you get uh, Aquafina's character. Just change Aquafina's face. <laughs> yeah, just that. All right, all right, cool. This is Hasbro. Oh, okay. This is Hasbro America of the 80th anniversary, right? Okay. I noticed if you look at the face and the body, it's basically Hawkeye. They just added. Oh, man. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> the head sculpt is pretty much the same. We, I mean, you cannot, you can't really blame toy manufacturers for trying to milk True. it and use the mold because it's expensive to make molds. Yeah. But, um, well, it's been like that ever since with action figures, with toys. Mm. He-Man, uh, He-Man, G.I. Joe. You know, Power Rangers, I think. Hasbro. It's Hasbro. Mm. So, yeah. there you go. I mean, for Funko Pop, it's pretty much the same with Funko Pop unless they change the, the arms or the pose, yeah. the head, and the, and the default body. Mm. There you go. All right. Now the final thing that came out in this entire video that we saw earlier in the week mm. is a theory. We don't know who's it gonna be. Do you have any predictions on the Fantastic Four? Tim. Oh wow. you go first because I know. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bring out bring out all the four figures. Ah oh, <laughs> with the shorts. Love it. I have all four. <laughs> Short Can you carry all of them? Is the best Short thing. thing. <laughs> hey, briefs were the best. Read <laughs> and here's Johnny. There's Johnny. Oh man, what do you slot, think? The dance slot run, but I still yeah. prefer the I still prefer the beardless Reed and their iconic uniforms from the eighties and nineties. The lighter blue, I still mm -hmm. prefer that. At uh, least, yeah. I guess if they're going for that direction and whatever they're gonna do, a lot of people want to cast. Um, Emily Blunt and uh, her husband John Krasinski as Richards and uh, Sue Storm. I don't blame them. They look great. Mm. They're married. Who knows? Mm. All who right. knows what the Who knows what uh, Marvel and Disney will plan? But um, mm. since Kevin Feige, the architect of the entire MCU, said yeah. to bring Fantastic Four, it's a good cap to Phase Four. So if they go to Phase Five, they can finally introduce certain mutants that we've been waiting to see. <laughs> oh yeah oh man hey um okay so this leads to jude do you have any thoughts on fantastic four or without machado yeah let's go um well we can mention uh derv from wrestling after work on our discord yes. server shout out to derv uh yeah, i think Ooh, he also mentioned this too uh he also mentioned this in our previous in one previous episode so he wants anthony star who's, mm -hmm. who's homelander in the boys as dr doom <laughs> as a dr doom candidate so it's that it could but he'll have to well he'll have to juggle between both shows or he'll have to finish one to go to the yeah other. that's yeah. true well yeah it's gonna take uh it's gonna take a good scheduling um scheduling effort for that but would be a nice uh would be a nice dr doom but yeah uh john krasinski has read richards yeah I, i'd be happy <laughs> that would be so um that'd be, be so good but uh overall i'm just really happy that Fantastic Four is finally like in the MCU for good, for real. Mm -hmm. they, they, like, they have to fix it because after that. Yeah, they have to fix everything. <laughs> they have to fix the 
whatever happened there. <laughs> that that movie, that movie in 2015, which you will not speak of. <laughs> it's, it, uh, it's, I mean, the only good thing I guess was the Human Torch, the Human Torch curse. It's always the MCU because you had you had uh, Chris Evans as Johnny Storm and the actual uh, Fantastic Four movies that I like with uh, Michael Chiklis as the thing. It was okay, mm. but not. A cloud, which is Galactus. It should have been a big Galactus, not a cloud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the two- cloud Galactus. The 2015 Fantastic Four movie with uh, Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm. As yeah. Became Killmonger. This one, whatever they're going to do, I just hope it's executed well. Hmm. All right. So make yeah. people forget about the 2015 movie for Fan good, four stick. Finally, <laughs> give it up. Fan four stick. Oh man! All right. The final question that I ask you guys: Could we see former actors return? Tim, let's go with you first. Um, it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, if we're gonna go for the originals, there's Hugh always. A... <laughs> I mean, the fact that okay, the first one I'm gonna start with is. This guy. Okay. Because okay. Uh, they're going to bring in Sam Wilson as Captain America and uh, uh, the uh, what do you call this? Uh, Jane Foster as Thor. Yeah. Remember the time that after Civil War Two, Tony Stark existed as an AI. Mm. He was just a computer, and we saw yeah. a bit of that with the last recording for the daughter. Mm. The helmet. Who's to say that uh, Robert Downey Jr. can't just make a cameo appearance or film a short time as an AI? Hmm. Or whatever, whatever convoluted plot they can come with. For other actors, um, you know, there, there was one bit of the Loki trailer where you saw him sitting down with what looked to be Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering if that's her. That's coming out next month, the Loki hmm. TV series. I don't know if that's just one alternate reality and uh scarlett johansson just happened to film that or uh other actors well they're exploring the multiverse it mm. could happen all it right. could happen <laughs> nice all right jude do you have any thoughts maybe could we see somebody like michael fassbender come back as magneto and say hey okay. kid what are you doing with that robot i don't know <laughs> something like that <laughs> okay um i love to see the mutants appear some form some way would be awesome to see them because hey. oh yeah because um classic because honestly yeah. the MCU would never be complete for me in my eyes without um without x without the x men like it's yeah. not it doesn't feel complete with the fantastic four also mm-hmm. but you know they're introducing marvel's first fan family in a standalone movie and if ever they're going to do some multiverse madness so to speak with with uh with introducing mutants or somehow find a way to redeem the inhumans <laughs> um, which is not recognized it's not recognized anymore anyway. <laughs> oh yeah well sadly um, oh, but yeah uh, or um i think i would love to see the netflix guys their devil um luke cage would yes. be good yeah, actually, good shows, but it's just because of the contract with Netflix that they're already. Screwed. Yeah, it's a big, uh, it's a big, uh, it's it's a messy part there. But yeah, nice to see that they actually did that. But uh, who else? Um, former cast members are gone. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is gonna be a definite uh, show, 
definitely he's he's going to be there in some form uh, i think uh, most likely in uh, spider-man once more highly likely mm-hmm. um i forgot i almost forgot one actor i want to see yeah Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He's gonna. Be, I have a good. Uh, I have a good feeling that uh, they would be there still in uh, in. I don't in, in a glimpse in a few moments. They're just gonna be there. Um, you know. You, also, I, I think I would like to see Mark Ruffalo Hulk. He's the, He should be there in a. Oh, yeah, another, that'd be nice. He will be. He will be. She Hulk. The She-Hulk TV series. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, She-Hulk. He's gonna nice. be back in a in a in a capacity, certain capacity. So that's gonna be good. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, former actors. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I hope they. I hope mutants are there. I hope um, mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield will be there somehow. Yes, please. <laughs> I just hope that that's- they. I just hope that they just go all out with whatever casting decision they they would think of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever Man, it is, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I I just hope uh, they plan it well. Well, it's under Kevin Feige, so we have an architect there who's really keeping his cards close to the chest, and it's, yeah. it's gonna be good. Hmm. All right, so that is it for our Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase Four episode. Thank you so much to Tim Villasor. You can find him at Timster Tim Z S T E R on Facebook and Instagram. Thank um, you. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, Missing, so miss much. hanging out with you guys in conventions, man. Yes, guys, thank you for this Marvel-filled Saturday that we get to talk about <laughs> the Phase 4. Yeah, Lord. man. This is, that is going to be epic. All right. You can visit, you, you can visit us at thegeekyhuans.com on our website. You can follow at thegeekyhuans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. We're everywhere. <laughs> the Geeky Ones podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you're listening to us, to us right now. You can find me at Stevie Said Yup on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can find Jude at Jude Thomas Cruz on social media and Dude It's Jude on Facebook. Once again, we want to thank Tim Villasor for drop, taking, so, taking time off his weekend to geek out over Phase 4 of the MCU. That is it what? for the geeky one. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who, I mean, yeah, man. Who wouldn't geek out for that? Yeah, are, exactly. Who, I mean, we, as he said, we we started by talking about the trailer where everybody yeah. started the movies and cinemas, and then uh, as, as much as we love the MCU TV shows, we want to see it again in theaters. We want to be together yeah. again. We want to see it in a capacity that it was meant to be seen, a cinematic experience. Though so I was gonna say about the Disney shows, at yeah. least. The auxiliary characters like WandaVision and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. to get more exposition this way. Mm. But again, uh, I'd like to say thanks again to you guys, the Geeky Juans, Steven, dude. Thank you. Thanks You're again. welcome, man. You're welcome. <laughs> we can do this again. Uh, just ask me whatever topic we can all relate to and talk yeah. about for fun. I'm also at uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, using that handle. Yeah. And you. Right now, I am, as I was telling these guys in the pre-podcast uh, talk, Resident Evil Village. That's keeping me busy. <laughs> not numbered. It's, it's not numbered. Like what <laughs> Somehow numbered because they put the eight in the Ville part. But... <laughs> <laughs> so they, they come to uh, the elements. 
just there just to name it. <laughs> like, I'm only going to give this yeah. If you start playing the game, you'll know why I'm racing it. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much, man. This episode of The Geeky Juans is presented to you by Ambidexter. Check out ambidexter.media for more information.